Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we are speeding, so we're going to do this in three, two, one. Cue the coach. We're back for a second straight week. Holy moly. Seriously, medium college football talk must be on the agenda, right? I doubt it, Coach. This is a maestro show sheet, so we're probably just going to be talking about golf and tennis at Queensryche. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. I got I got like the the vibe that like it was from like a Christian rock band in a mega church but <laughs> singing about Sports Wednesday instead of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Right. Welcome everyone. Welcome welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan that means we get the big stories right the details wrong. We're just three Gen Xers living in the suburbs drinking a little whiskey and things like that trying to talk about sports and just let us have it. How about you just let us have it? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or BMOC. I will be driving the trains tonight. I do this show with a chachi and an arcola. Let's see who's who. <laughs> this guy. This guy. I got nothing funny to say about him. He's just a decent guy, uh, and uh, he wears funny hats. It's the coach, basketball legend, Matt Longley. Oh. How are you, coach? Wow, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're wearing like a golf hat tonight, which is weird. Oh, this one's this this one's for you. Did you see it's a master's hat? It's you a love master's. Golf. That's a that's a golf tournament. Looking forward to it. It's a maestro show sheet, so I assume we're gonna be talking about golf. You'd think we'd look at the sheet before we actually start recording. We do not. Mm-hmm. Maestro show sheet, maestro yeah. show sheet, yeah. And bringing us the live music that sets this show apart. <laughs> And uh, to be honest, if your church is looking for uh, rock and roll guitars, he could be your guy. It's a maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I'm feeling like a mega church tonight. Mega church. Mega church. Yeah. Nice. Well, <laughs> holy cow. Let's. Uh, we're gonna. This is gonna be a toy show, and I'm gonna keep it going. Right in. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Sports Wednesday. And just to mix it up over on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, check us out uh, those places. We've got hundreds of thousands of followers, guys, right now on the live stream, 672,326 people watching Sports oh. Wednesday be recorded live. Wow. What a great night. What a just what a, a great night. I did not check out what uh, sports is going on as we're recording. I know that the Guardians are playing the Tigers. Uh, I don't know what the, how that game has uh, played out, Coach. They are winning two, five two. to nothing. They were in the top of the ninth. Last I checked, um, as I check right now, and and as I kill time as it's pulled up on my phone, it is oh bottom of the ninth. Bases loaded for Detroit. Um, well, we'll see what happens. All right. Guards are up 5 nothing. They should win this game. Should win this game. Let's uh, let's hope that happens. All right, folks. Well, Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Sportal, the only daily sports-themed word-guessing game that has lots of fun copy after you solve 
the puzzle. It's available at Sportle.pro. It is from our friends at Big Swing Games. Have you guys been reading the copy lately? I Absolutely. The puzzle in, in two weeks. Dang. Just because they're so hard or just because you just have lost the If I don't get it in the first try, then I usually don't come back. Mm. But that's just me because I don't yeah, like you guys very much. I will say it's this. This is it. like this is the August dip because we got super excited when we got Sportle out there. Coach had like six months of, of puzzles loaded in, ready to go. And now we're like, oh, man, I put another five days in. Okay, I put another two days in. <laughs> <laughs> There's some... Some Karen. We're, we're just, we're, we're we're just we're plateauing. We need to really find find a way to to push us to the next level. I'd be curious if Wordle's plat- plateaued as well. I wish I had those. Uh, yeah, numbers. I wonder. I, you're I feel not like I'm the only one that still does Wordle. People aren't posting the little the little squares on social media like they used to. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, uh, but I know Coach is optimistic that we're going to break through sooner or later. So go play Sportle at Sportle.pro. Tell someone else to play. If you're a teacher like Coach, tell your kids that they cannot, you're going to fail them unless they do the Sportle. They got to do Sportle.pro, everybody. That's how you learn English, math, and arithmetic. It should kick off every gym class in America. (laughs) That's right. My favorite. Solve the Sportle, and then we will do scooter hockey. Solve the oh, Sportle, man. and you don't have to climb the rope. Oh, man. Stay I would so take that deal. Oh, I, they don't I, climb oh my it. God. I don't think they do the rope anymore. Do they, Coach? No, it, no, they don't do the rope. The rope, I can't believe that it actually existed. What a, what a true health hazard. If someone falls from the top of that rope, that is, a, that is a gym floor they're falling on. How did more kids not die from falling from the rope? Coach, 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 coach. There's usually there like was a, a little mat there. It was two was inches like, high. <laughs> <laughs> it all cracked with foam coming coming out of it. Oh my god! It, yeah, that would save lives. It must have saved for, lives. For all our uh, millennial and Gen Z listeners, both of you, uh, the rope was an actual <laughs> rope you had to climb from the floor to the top of the gym. Uh, if you could tag the. Um, Jim, the beam up there, that was pretty cool, too. Did you guys Did you guys make it to the top? Were you guys able to do it? I, I was, but I'll tell you what. It took me till probably eighth grade. I was. I am not yeah. a fan of heights, so yeah. it was, it was a, a journey for me. How about you, Coach? I, I did not. I did not. No, I got, upper body strength, I, I, not, my, not my strong point. I'd get like, uh, I don't know, maybe four feet up the rope, and that, that was about it. And, you know, they'd be like, you know, put your feet in that way so that you're kind of stepping on the rope. And I just can never quite get it. Oh, and that rope was thick and hard. Oh gosh, the burns. Our our gym was at least 25 feet high. It was terrifying. Exactly what I'm telling you. Just thinking about it. I'm getting nervous. Bring back the rope. That's all we have to say. All right. Well here, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's going to go over well. (laughs) Of all the, um, of all the messed up things in our Gen X childhood, <laughs> we're like, we're all three of us are like, man, I can't believe they did the rope. That seems like a no brainer. I, I know, but we're focused on that. You're right. We absolutely are. All right. My favorite tradition here in the up top. What are you guys drinking tonight? I didn't actually get to see. I know we shut off our cameras to uh, make the recording a little smoother. So what are you drinking? Coach, it sounded like you cracked a beer. Is that true? I, I did. It's a, it's a tall boy uh, old style. I had some leftover from Saturday. So that's styles. what I'm drinking. Old style, everybody. 75 cent old styles for the next six innings. Maestro, looking like he's got some brown water going there. I do. I have uh, turned my camera back on so you guys can see. I've had this down here in the Hickmore. It's a teeling Irish whiskey small batch. Got it for my birthday mm. last year. I'm drinking it neat. All right. I saw and that. Right now, off the top of his head, Coach has to do a 15-second ad for Teeling Irish Whiskey Neat in an Irish accent. Okay. Are you looking for something to take the edge off? You've had a long day at work. (laughs) Grab a bottle of Teeling. Grab a glass, dirty or clean, and pour that beautiful brown liquid about two inches high, two fingers high into that glass. Take it neat. Take the glass and shove it up your old Aunt Willie's ass because you're drinking it neat. (laughs) Teeling. Irish whiskey for the man 
that lives in you. Nice That's job it. there, Coach. That was, was a well done. total curveball, but totally well done. You should also reach out to Lucky Charms, because I'll tell you what, if they ever need a new <laughs> voice for that leprechaun... Else they should. That's right. And I, uh, I'm i drinking some rye whiskey uh, on the rocks here, but with no mixers. Uh, delightful. Just delightful. Oh. All right. That is the up top. That's all the housekeeping. Let's get into it, guys. Time for some tepid takes. <laughs> Okay, Maestro Show Sheet. Maestro, tell me what we're talking about here. All right, so uh, I'm one of the half a dozen people that still has the USA Today app on his phone. I check it out every time and again. And uh, today I saw that they released their college football uh, preseason rankings, coach coaches poll, mm-hmm. and they have the top, uh, top 25, I think. But I thought we could just talk about the top 10. We'll give a quick tepid take on the top 10. I'm going to read them off for you in case you didn't check it out before the show. You guys ready? Yeah, At do number it. one. Yes. Alabama. Uh, number two, OSU. That's Ohio State University Buckeyes. Number three, Georgia. Number four, Clemson. Number five, Notre Dame. Hey, who's number what? Notre Dame playing? Mm-hmm. In the first game of the season. Yeah. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Mm. Uh, number six, Michigan. Number seven, Texas A&M. Number eight, the Utes of Utah. Number nine, Oklahoma. And wrapping up the top ten is Baylor. Baylor! College football. Preseason rankings. I I have a lot of stuff to say to this. Like, my immediate feelings on this. So whoever wants to go first. I I feel like the MOC had the same reaction I had. My take is quite short. It's enjoy your time in the top 10 Notre Dame because it is not. No. Score. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're like preseason darlings. I think it's the gold helmets that like the other coaches get mesmerized by them. And they're like, Notre Dame's really good. And uh, I think the but Buckeyes not. will expose that. They will expose them quickly uh, this year. And they will fall to they'll be 17 in week two. Oh, easily. They don't even have a quarterback, and their quarterbacks that they're battling that are battling for the job were there yeah. last year, and they're yeah. both bad. Like I, this is I feel like the coaches did this, or they were told to do this, so that game in the beginning of the year is one versus or two versus five, and they can yeah. boost it even more. I also thought Michigan being in the top ten is I know they won last year, but their team is their defense and. They lost a lot of people, and they were lucky to get where they got last year. I I thought that was yeah. weird, but that I think that win last year got them their preseason top ten. It right? did, yeah. They deserve it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maestro, uh, you know, I was just looking. There's really only one team team from the Pac-12, and that's the Utes. You'd think, after all these years, that. Um, you know, one of those legendary teams would be would be there, but they're not. Yeah. Well, USC is, is USC is a is a uh, is a sitting at interesting 15, pick. USC. Yeah. Right. They're interesting only because they have the 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 new coach. They got the uh, quarterback transfer, both from Oklahoma. Um, mm-hmm. They got a transfer portal wide receiver from Pitt that won the Bolitnikov. So they've got weapons there. I just don't think people know how much of an impact. All of that's going to be so they kind of put them in the in the no man's land at fifteen. But I, I think they're they they could be really really good. I mean the Pac twelve isn't a juggernaut, so I feel like they could be up there too. The Utes were good last year. Yeah, there's a couple. To, to me, there's some interesting stories outside the top ten. Uh, if that's okay, Maestro. Number Go one, for it. Uh, Cincinnati at twenty two. And Maestro's Pitt Panthers at 16, and I, I yeah, feel like there's that, a, a side bet there between the two of you as to which team finishes higher. Oh, Pitt, for oh, sure. Oh, that'd be a fun one. Oh. <laughs> they have another small hands quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be, you know, a season-long bet, so the wager should be significant. It really should. So let's, let's put a um... – God, I wish we could get it because – if uh, if they won, I'd get you a twelve pack. Uh, can I get IC or Iron City around here? Oh yeah, I think you can find it. I get it at uh, Giant Eagle if there's any around in town still. And then you can get me Hootapool. 
All right. A 12-er Ooh, like of that. Iron right. City versus a 12-er of Hootable. Uh, coach with a child at Cincinnati and uh, Maestro uh, grew up watching Pitt in their own stadium before they moved to, to Heinz Field. So who finishes higher? Here's something else at 18, Texas. Uh, here's what's interesting. Oof. It it appears they got one vote for number one. Oh, that that's ridiculous. The, that is a, a homer vote for sure. Someone's got to root out who voted for them. It's probably the coach. It's probably Sarkeesian. Yeah. He's like, I think we're number one. I'm going to just go ahead and vote for it. We Come got on. Arch Manning. They, we got Arch Manning. Not till next year. I mean, that's true. That, that's the dumbest thing I've ever... They were seven and five last year. They're going to be a little bit better, but... Come on. Come on, or it's po- you've been drinking, it's, it's, he's drinking it's, again. It's, it's possible, like, another coach lost a bet to him on the golf course, and he's like, all right, you've got to vote for us, number one, a preseason poll. Something like that. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. So, uh, well, alrighty, and a, a couple other interesting, uh, interesting teams that are just outside the top twenty-five: Iowa, Penn State, Tennessee, all coming to mind right there. LSU also receiving four votes. Kansas State Wildcats, just throwing that out there. Uh, but coach, any of those sort of mid-tier Big Ten teams, do you think moving into the top twenty-five? Uh, Penn State could. Penn State is uh, they're they're the one team I mm-hmm. believe that could do it. Other than that, no. But Penn State definitely could make some noise. Once again, that's a team that could fall under a sword, or if they get a break here too by game eight, they're eight and zero, and now they're the matchup between them and Ohio State is who could win the Big Ten. So, yeah, Penn State. Yeah, yeah. All right. Go Nittany Lions. Anything else, Maestro? On the top twenty-five. Who do you think? So I know we're we're Big Ten focused folks. I mean, um, really, there's only Michigan and Ohio State in this top ten. Who do you think uh, is going to be a surprise team in the Big Ten this year? You know, this is a weird one, but like they're good every other year. Northwestern, <laughs> like every other year, they're good. They were horrible last year. They could be good this year. Wow, they could be good this year. I'm I going did with Northwestern. Not pre- they're I did not you. predict that. At all. I'll go, uh, I'm going to go with Purdue. Uh, I have no actual evidence for it, uh, but I noticed they got, they got two votes in the others receiving votes category. And I'm like, that's two more that's votes two than more the votes. Northwestern. It's not yeah. going to be Rutgers. So I'm going to go with Purdue. I mean, Wisconsin sitting at 20, they're always a tough team. Michigan State is going to lose. You know, Michigan yeah. State's going to lose to somebody. Yeah, Michigan State's going to be eight and three or nine and two. I'd like to see one of those teams live up to it. College football, the first time talking about it. Yes, right. we yes we did. Early release, and we are we are right on top of it. And uh, just released today, so everybody's going to be tuning into Sports Wednesday tomorrow to hear our hot, hot, hot tepid takes. Remember last oh, year when takes. when. Ta- when Talshan said that um, Iowa State was going to be solid, yes, yes, <laughs> he's, he's our Big he's, Ten expert. He's not Big Ten expert. Back. Big Ten expert Talshan couldn't couldn't make it tonight uh, for lack of an invitation. But uh, I do I do believe he also had some strong thoughts about Sarkeesian at Texas. I think they went mm-hmm. seven and five. So I just yeah. Want to say, yeah. yeah, I feel yeah. like t- Texas is a team that can't get out of their own way. <laughs> they have the talent they to can't. be great. Yeah, but well, the all right. The other they team that you were talking about is Tennessee is the other is a team just like mm-hmm. that too, not to keep Ooh, this going, but yeah. Tennessee's been like that forever. And they seem to have a little momentum now that they finally maybe worked out their coach trash, their dumpster fire of coaches they've they've had for the past 10, 12, 15 years. So they might be a decent team too. Been is it 10? Is it 12? Is it 15? First. What is it? It's a tough run in the post-Fulmer era at Tennessee for it the balls. Oh, it is. Yes. So, uh, alrighty. So let's uh, let's move on. I'm excited because we're rolling out kind of a new bit here, and it's got a riff, and it's wish list bucket list. Wish list bucket list. Wish list bucket list. Wish list bucket list. Alrighty, and we uh, we were. Chad and we got together over the weekend, so we were chatting about this. First of all, that was stellar, Maestro. Can, that was really hear, good. 
I can hear Coach still laughing about it. Great job there. Uh, and I think this will come back. It's, this, this fits in well with our, our show's oeuvre, which is co- kind of coming up with, yeah, what uh, what top two college football stadiums would you want to go to here? If uh, if and let's uh, let's just throw out there, uh, money and time are no object. And I throw that out there because okay. I know a lot of us uh, mentioned Penn State when we were talking about it Saturday night, and all of a sudden Eddie had a pickleball. Ed had a trip ready, raring and ready to go. He's like, "Who's in? Who's going? We're renting the RV." And so we're suddenly I was like, "Ed, don't you know we talk about this stuff a lot more than we do it?" I know that, but he's he's a he's a doer. I know he is a doer, man. He does not mess around, which is awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's go to Maestro first on this. Ooh, well, you did mention uh, Happy Valley. You mentioned Beaver Stadium, and mm-hmm. that was the one that's probably at the top of my list, only because yeah, I grew up watching Penn State, even though I was a Pitt fan. Yeah, but uh, I will say, you know, over the years, over the last probably decade of seeing the rivalry with Ohio State oh, no. and uh, Penn State and those whiteout games. Yeah, it just looks crazy intense out there and to be there i I don't even know that i'd be uh be courageous enough to wear (laughs) scarlet and gray yeah um but man those games like on a friday or saturday night um in happy valley would be pretty awesome to to witness coach i i'm gonna stay in the big 10 i was gonna stay i'm gonna stay in the big 10 um penn state was one of my choices but i think a night game at camp randall in wisconsin would be amazing I've seen them. Mm-hmm. They talk about it. And the, the moment I think I want to be there for is when they talk about when they play jump around, um, they yeah. say the stadium shakes. Like the literal, like yeah. like like the structural integrity of that stadium is put to its test when they do it. And I'm like, that would be like a goosebump moment. I mean, not so much that yeah. I'm a Wisconsin it, fan. It registers on the Richter scale. Yes. And to me, that would be amazing. Like I think that would I would go just for that. I would go to a night game, a big night game. I I know that the the Wisconsin fans like to get after it. It would it just sounds like a great time. So I would Camp Randall yeah. night game. You can take that to the bank. Great pick, great pick. Well, I uh, the one one I threw out, and again it it's that entrance tradition that I'm interested in seeing, and that's it's at Virginia Tech when they all come out playing. Uh, enter Sandman. That always seems like a, a good one. And I'm told Virginia Tech is a, a great atmosphere to see a game in as well. So I'd, I'd be interested in going to Blacksburg, seeing seeing the Hokies play. Is their stadium Maestro, just called Hokie I'm, Stadium? What's their stadium called? It's, it's not Hokie Stadium. It, it's called uh, BMOC Field at Sports <laughs> Wednesday Stadium. I knew we were getting big. That was amazing. God, that was a good pick. That would have... Here's the thing. I could have immediately been like, no, it's actually called, you know, Paul Warfield Field. And you'd be like, oh, OK. I would have said yes. Then, OK, cool. Yeah. That was that was well played. And, and, yeah. But instead, I went with the joke so that you knew I was joking because I'm, I'm, I'm a good host that way. I don't want you to look bad. I'm trying to lift you up here. Maestro, <laughs> pick number two. Pick number two, Maestro. True. So um, I know uh, on Saturday night I was racking my brain because there are sort of obvious ones that you'd probably want to check out but i i know the ones that you're watching game day or or highlights and they stand out in your memory is like man that'd be pretty interesting to go to a game there but the one that pops out to me and i know coach is gonna he's gonna probably laugh because it's one of his uh betting teams and that's uh bronco stadium boise state Uh, oh that was that was that was that was one of my picks i almost picked the same thing yes sir smurf turf yeah, Murph turf. Murph turf. I, I just feel like you're out in the middle of nowhere, and people are rowdy, and those teams are usually typically pretty good. So, I would think that would be a pretty, pretty entertaining. That's game. a good pick. I feel like uh, could, I, I'm, I'm going with you on that trip. That's a great pick. I agree too. I think there, there'd be some fun, you know, fishing or hiking or something you could pack in around that weekend as well. Oh heck and, yeah! And it's probably you know, not a, a super exp- other than if you had to fly there, but. I think that that's a good road trip. You know, it's it's way out there, but it probably no. That's a great pick. Expensive. Yeah. All right. We'll just let Ed know, and he'll get the RV rented, and we're good to go. Seriously, we're, <laughs> you better be there. He's going to be in our driveway tomorrow. <laughs> that is right, picking us up, honk honk. All righty, uh, Coach. What's your number two? If okay, it's so, not so, Smurf Turf, it's not Smurf Turf. I, I I still want West Coast. I would like to. And mine's once again. It's more around a particular game, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, 
I was always enamored with the Civil War, which is Oregon and Oregon State, and I would like to go and watch a game at Austin. I think they say it's Austin Stadium, it's which is Oregon Stadium. I think yeah. that would be gorgeous. You'd be out there. They put on a good show. You know, both those teams hate each other. It's like a rivalry that nobody in the Midwest knows about, but it is. They hate each other out there, um, and it's a it's a great, usually a great game. But I'd like to go to Oregon. I think the stadium's pretty cool. Uh, I would like to do that. Oregon, Austin yeah. Stadium, the Civil War. All right, nice. good call, good call. Yeah, I, I too like. I think I mentioned like I'd, I'd be cool to see like the Division Three Championship game because you know it's going to be like Mount Union against St. John's or somebody like that yes. as my second pick. Uh, and then I was thinking rivalry games too, and I thought. I'd like to see Montana, Montana State, another big rivalry, smaller stadiums. Uh, yeah, I love Montana. Big sky country. I haven't been there in ten years. Yeah, and I'm like that would be, and the game's like early October. I think it's it's still good weather out there, so that would be an amazing, uh, an amazing trip to do. Heck yeah! All right, I'm going with you on that the one too. One. That's a great trip. That's a great trip. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for Montana State though because they're the Bobcats, and so I gotta stay. I gotta stay true to them. So it's Bobcats, it's, Grizzlies, it's Montana- right? Has Montana State ever played OU? Bobcats versus the Bobcats? That's a good question, there, Maestro. They, I don't know the answer to that. That uh, hmm. we'll have to. Uh, we'll have Petey look that up. Petey, what's uh, Montana State's <laughs> career record against uh, OU? I, they, I would not be surprised if they've never played. You know, another good one. I mentioned this on Saturday was like the Washington Washington State, like being at Husky mm-hmm. Stadium, which I think mm-hmm. is like right next to the water. There, mm-hmm. that would be probably pretty cool too. That would be good. I think the Iron Bowl would be good. That'd be another one to see. Uh, I think it was Tall Sean who said, um, you know, a Saturday night game at Louisiana State. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I, I, anything LSU um, would be amazing. A night game. And plus, if you're in LSU, so you- you're, close to, you're close to New Orleans. You, you, you've got yeah. a lot of options. I hate to uh, I hate to blow up Twitter, uh, although I am a shareholder now. You will. So it's probably go ahead. So I'll just I'll go ahead and tell our, our our listeners. Why don't you go ahead and tweet at us what your top two picks are, and then uh, we'll from the hundreds of thousands of tweets we're likely to get, we'll share a couple of them next week on the air as a sort of follow up. What do you think? Excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah Petey can sort through those. It's going to be a lot. Jeez. He can he Sorry, can sort Petey. through it. it it's going to be a lot, but you know there'll be some interesting picks on there. So. I do like that a lot of these college stadiums have traditions now, even some that are relatively new, but they seem to really resonate with people and it gets, yep. it gets, gets them fired up. Yep. I like it. What is it at Iowa where they, they wave to the kids uh, in the hospital, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. That, I, and I love that we all know it because so that's, that is one of the positives of social media that those things get spread out that we, we actually know even the smaller schools, their traditions and stuff. It's good stuff. I'm surprised. I'm surprised neither of you picked the uh, Texas State Nichols State battle for the paddle. It's huge, Ooh. huge. Uh, Where do they play that? One double A. It's uh, it's either in San Marcos or wherever Ooh. Nichols State is. <laughs> wow, San Marcos. So I, so I have a question for you both because you what zone? <laughs> you you guys have all seen more games than me, but yeah, uh, as far as college games, but outside of Ohio State or Peden Stadium at OU. Is there a stadium that you've seen a game at that's really uh, that you were like that was awesome? I know, Coach, you you've met your brother down south for some games, and yeah. Pete, I know you've your your travels have taken you to a lot of games. Let's go. Go ahead, Coach. What do you got? I mean, down south, that game it, it was awesome. I mean, it was good. I mean, the, the Mississippi that was at State, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, um, but it wasn't a great game. Um, mm-hmm. But th- that was more the atmosphere outside it. The Grove is an amazing place to tailgate. Like it, it rivals any tailgate I've ever been to because it was what it, the way it was and it was different. Um, but I, I, I'm really trying to rack my brain. I haven't been to that many football stadiums in as far as college. I just haven't. I think you've been to more yeah. BMOC. I have been to quite a few, and my pick is gonna. I think it's gonna be surprising. I am going with Northern Illinois. Northern oh. Illinois. I went oh. there in like 2001 or 2002. I met uh, someone I served in the Peace Corps. Do you guys know I was in the Peace Corps? Uh, I, I did. Yeah, who I was a graduate. That. Yeah, but um, 
because they're parking, it's like, you know, it's, there's plenty of space there. So it's like the stadium and then just a giant field and everyone kind of parks and tailgates in this, you know, like at OU or Ohio state, like you're crammed in sort of every nook and cranny. You had plenty of space here. It, it seemed really family friendly, but people were drinking beer and cooking and they were passing out brats and corn. And it was just such a friendly atmosphere like, I was like, it's, it's impossible to hate these people that the Bobcats are going to go and victoriously <laughs> lose to uh, gloriously. But, you know, it, you just felt safe and, and like a really fun collegial atmosphere there. So Northern Illinois was my pick. Nice. I like that. Although Kansas I, State, I, clo- close second. Close second. Close second. I did. Now that I just racked my brain, I did go see a game. I saw uh, an NC State uh, UNC game at uh unc i think it's called keenan memorial and their stadium is is i mean obviously they're they're both basketball schools but their stadium is kind of like nestled in around very uh cliched pine trees like it kind of sits in this like it, you walk around and then you kind of find this stadium in the middle um and it's not real big so they were good at the time so it was packed um i think i like the smaller um, like you, you kind of talked about, it doesn't have a high school feel, but like that, those smaller yeah. schools, they pack it in. Um, if it, if they're good or they're good for right now, it, it just, the buzz that's there, like they're, they don't really know how, what to do and how to, how to deal with it. Um, that was a lot of fun. You never saw a game at the carrier dome? No, no. I, I and I'm going to speak this. I've seen Syracuse play twice basketball wise, never in Syracuse, both times in Pitt. Because it was closer. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Very yeah, interesting. Like, oh, Syracuse isn't that far, and then you kind of look at the drive, and you're like, oh my it's God. 100 million hours. Yeah. And it's no uh, easy way to get there. Like, upstate New York is, it's it's huge. Yes. When you it's say a, upstate, it's a, it's it's a lot, lot of, of state. Yeah. A lot it's of miles state. to cover there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but those those are all good picks, and that was a good, good add-on question there, Maestro. And... Uh, what else was I going to say about it? I just totally forgot. Oh, coach, your know. stadium naming game is strong tonight. I, you I, knew I know. UNC? Is this, and is that this is a new bit coming? It's like D1 football stadium names. No, there's, there's, I, I, my memory is probably the worst out of the three of us, but I have mm-hmm. latched on to two or three and I have no idea where those came from. To be quite honest, when it came out of my mouth, I thought it could be wrong. But I know it's right. I like now. it be- because we we don't have to go to D three to make it challenging, you know. So <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Think about we'll it. Think All about right, it. that's a uh, that's wish list bucket list. And uh, are we playing out of this, Meister? Or are we going straight into RCR? Where's this bucket list? Where's this bucket list? Where's this bucket list keychain? That. That B in bucket is getting a little loose. <laughs> it sounds a lot like an F, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> Did you say keychain at the end? Key change. <laughs> I played the wrong. I played it at full step up. Ah, okay. Key change. I thought you said keychain, and I was like, that's a key little Keychain! BMOC. Hey, BMOC. He thinks that we actually know that we, we actually recognize that when he plays it. We just think, good music, good music. That's all that's going on in our head. Oh, yeah. I know. And I'm losing my hearing anyway, so I was just yeah, glad so I got like, one of the two words correct. Yeah. All right. Well, list. We got it. Sometimes we have stuff that really bothers us, and if we don't get it off our chest, we're going to have a heart condition. That's just the risk of men our age. And so we we do that via something we call a rant. Or we might have made a mistake on the show, and we correct it because we want Never. to always have a clean sheet. That's called a correction. Or... In the vast world of entertainment properties, we've seen something we like, and we want to pass that along to you. We call that a recommendation, and the whole segment is called Rants and Corrections and Recommendations. All right. And keep workshopping it, Coach. Keep workshopping right, it. This I'll is keep uh, working. Mike style. Am I the only one that signed up for real? I have a recommendation, but I want to see how much, how much time we take, and then I can throw it in at the end. But if you've got something I gotcha. good, do it. Cool. I like how you make up your own rules for the show as we go along. That's nice. Uh, yeah, okay. of course I do. Fix, Fix it in post. post. So, uh, yeah, and the same. My recommendation, like, I'm, I'm pre- 
pre I'm precluding it. No, I'm prefacing it by preface. Saying, Ooh, I love a I good under- preface. I understand that not a lot of people have the same sense of humor as BMOC. But uh, if you're like, oh, BMOC has that quirky sense of humor. I, I like things he finds funny. Um, I was a big fan of Nathan for you when it was on Comedy Central with Nathan Fielder, uh, which is a show <laughs> yes. where he, he would give really ridiculous business advice to businesses and then play it out, primarily focused on cringe humor. He has a show now on HBO Max called The Rehearsal. So he has HBO money now instead of Comedy Central money. And it is amazing. I am such a fan of it. Where basically his theory is he's going to build these elaborate rehearsals and let people who have to have difficult conversations or want to rehearse something in their life kind of go through the motions where he'll hire all these actors to be around them and simulate the experience over and over and over. And it's, it's unbelievable the, the lengths that they go to, like in the first episode, one guy, he needs to tell his friend he doesn't actually have a master's degree. It's a lie he's been living with for like 15 years. And so he simulates that conversation over and over and over. And what, from a narrative design perspective, he just takes these artificial rehearsals and he keeps adding to them and adding to them and adding to them and making them more elaborate. And it builds this tension because you know there's going to be a real moment in the show. And when it happens, it's never what you expect. It's a total break. It's something very real. It's emotionally resonant as well as funny. I can't recommend it highly enough. I love the rehearsal. There's four episodes out right now. I think it comes out once a week on HBO Max. Wow. Dang. That is a heavy, heavy uh, recommendation. That's good. But I'll check but it I out. Also I, know, I, like, the, I like the Comedy Central show, but this one sounds – it's got a little more – heft to it it's it does and i'll tell you what like it if uh it wouldn't surprise me like if people watch it and they're like i don't get this at all i don't like it and i'd be like i i get it it's 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 a show very much up the bmoc alley all right i'm gonna check it out all right so uh coach what are you thinking you're gonna do this recommendation or you're gonna yeah i'll do it it's not as heavy as yours but like um um so I watched the uh, the Predator movie that's now on Hulu. It's called yeah. Prey. Yeah, Prey. Um, Prey, and it's it's really it's really effing good. Like it it does yeah. it, it it harkens back to the first one. Um, you know, there's this whole. I mean, it's still a it's still an action movie, but like the action's fantastic. The concept is really good. Like it, it takes place in 1787. Um, they're Native Americans. There's this. It's it's really good, and it's it's not super long, and they do a good job of making you care about the characters. Like they don't have a whole lot of time. There might be some moments in there that are a little um, cliche when of certain characters, not the Native Americans, but the maybe the French, which I kind of laugh at, which is fine. But um, as far as the movie goes in Predator, I mean, I hope that they make another one after this because it was it was it's really good. It, it's a fresh take on a on a great action movie that we grew up in the '80s, and uh, I loved it. Really good. Uh, can I ask a question? Yes, Coach. Uh, so, set in 1787 is one of the plot lines the passage of the Northwest Territories Act, which sets up Ohio University, the actual first university in the state it's, of Ohio. It's- it's actually what they start with. So like they, they, they go, the whole movie starts and like, we just want to talk about, and like they, they speak in Comanche and they talk about how great that they're this new university that's in Ohio. And then they, and then the French go, Oh, that is fantastic. And then the predator comes and it changes everything. Here, here there will be a street full of many bars one day. And we, will, we will make it a brick and it will be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. it. That's, that's story- why you brought that up. Come on. I'm right here in the junction, Gamma. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was, but we need more of it on the show. That was, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger in the junction. <laughs> I'm it's right here in the I junction. Call me Gammy. I'm in the junction. Not the CIA. Oh man. We are discovering a lot of gold nuggets on the show tonight. I don't care. That was worth it. Nice job, Meister. Meister, do you have a rant, a correction, or a recommendation, or are we moving on? Not at this time. I'm trying to keep it tight. All right, keeping it tight. That means it's time to get in the second half of the show where we need to bet and sweat a little bit. 
sweaty All right, now we've been keeping track uh, since we had uh, what I would call the great coming together to, to simplify how we do our, our tracking of picks and locks and things like that. Now we just do wager of the week. Uh, last week we made some wagers. Uh, Maestro went all in last week on a Yankees-Mariners game, and it did not turn out for him. He is at <laughs> mm, Donut Zero. He's going he, He's going to Hawk to make a wager this week. Meanwhile, Coach made a side bet with BMOC 7 points on that and bmoc won. i don't what what do we oh we bet a five game series for the padres did not uh, it was over early five. too it was way over early so now boy these numbers look way different than they did last week maestro at zero bmoc at 32 points on the year coach at 34 who's wagering looks like we all are let's go to coach first what do you got coach okay so i'm gonna do epl i know that we're all rolling in epl um she or she, uh, I'm going with uh, Liverpool. I'm going Hi. with Liverpool. Liverpool uh, and Crystal Palace are playing on Monday. The set the total goals at two and a half. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under. Taking and I'm the under. Five points out there. Five points. All right. Well, uh, similarly in the EPL, my Tottenham Hotspurs taking on Chelsea over under at two and a half. I'm taking the over on it. I don't know why. I just feel like three goals is in the offing there. Five points on that. By the way, I looked at it, looked it up. Tottenham uh, typically doesn't do well against Chelsea. They have won seven and lost 52. Holy moly. <laughs> wow. That is a curse. I don't know why that it's not called the curse game. Maestro looks like, are you betting on baseball, Maestro? Let's hear it. Wow. I am. So I was, I was going to do, I was going to pick an EPL game with you guys. And then I was looking and I was like, oh, the Field of Dreams game is on Thursday. Um, and it's two two bottom feeders in the National League, Reds and the Cubs. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Reds. I like just it. Just go straight up. Wow. And I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use uh, negative five poopy points. All right. On the Reds. Well, we have we have not yet sort of determined what happens if somebody goes into Hawk and starts uh, having negative numbers. We'll have to do something ridiculous on the show to earn some points back but i'm i'm confident in that pick i think the reds are going to beat the cubs in the field of dreams for show for show all right those are your wagers of the week lock them in go ahead get out a mortgage spend your money on them those are all good wagers uh i am not ready yet to make this a recommendation maestro but i did want to tell you i did start watching arsenal all or nothing on uh, amazon and uh, it was pretty good first first episode yeah it's there's i think there's only four right Four episodes in total? Four or five, yeah. It's, a, it's a, a limited series. But yeah, I just started. I watched the first one last night, and it was uh, decent. I learned a lot about Arsenal. Not enough to make them I my know, team. I know. I know it's about the how they started last season, which mm-hmm. I think was really bad, right? Mm-hmm. And they were about ready to get rid of the coach. So yeah, I'll watch it for sure. I love watching. They interview the fans a lot. Like, he loses two games, and they're like, he's got to go. <laughs> And uh, coach, uh, you know Liverpool, part partly owned by LeBron James. Liverpool, Liverpool. That's that's a Havoc's that. team, and he is. I did not know that. All right, well, let's continue to keep it tight, Maestro. Show tight. Keep it tight. That's the goal. We got to keep it tight. That means it's time. Two minutes. Coach, tell me how the two minute drill works. All right, the two-minute drill. We each get to go twice. We each get 20 seconds of pop. We can talk about anything we want. Liverpool! We can talk about movies, TV shows. We can talk about food, candy bars, anything that we want. But here's the catch. It's supposed to be two minutes long. We actually called it the two-minute drill because we wanted it to be two minutes long. But we never go two minutes. We always go over. And that is why we call it the two-minute drill. That is why we call it the two-minute drill. All right. It uh, looks like we're going Maestro, then then Coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? Sure. Your two-minute drill. <laughs> Let's go. By the way, how, how do you guys think it would work like if exactly at 20 seconds I just shouted time? <laughs> we should <laughs> I try think that you one should. Time. I think you should. Your two-minute drill starts now. Uh, Serena Williams announced today that she is going to retire at the end of the season, which I think is right after the U.S. Open. So this next major, this last major of the season, is going to be her last. So 
by far the most decorated uh, female tennis player in America. Time! Coach, <laughs> time! <laughs> Excitement in Cincinnati. The Reds actually have something to cheer about. In their AAA system in the trade, they got a guy named Ellie De La Cruz. The other night, he hit an inside-the-park home run. It was fantastic. But everybody thought it was a triple in the stadium, except <laughs> Ellie. Damn it! It was getting to the good part. <laughs> hey, keep going, Coach. And he got to third base, and as the shortstop was holding the ball and he lollygagged the throw into third, he took off her home, and he scored an inside-the-park home run. Watch the video. It's fantastic. Thank you, Jaime Escalante. He showed it to me, and I shared it. Time! He Good was time. running around third, and he pooped a big turd. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> nice job. That was great. All right, BMOC. All right, guys, I discovered this week that both my wife and my daughter thought that the Native Americans taught the pilgrims how to make popcorn. Uh, and so uh, this was really deeply ingrained in their thought process. So I did some research, and it turns out that's just a myth. Uh, they did, you know, teach, uh, teach the new settlers how to raise corn and eat corn, but there's no evidence that they made popcorn. And in fact, the type of corn they grew in Massachusetts and Virginia at the time uh, could not be used for popping. So uh, it, it actually dates back to the 1880s. Uh, that's the source of the myth. And I, I think I think actually Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, I think Charlie Brown Thanksgiving further perpetuated the myth because Snoopy serves popcorn in that particular thing. So uh, just so you know, uh, on Thanksgiving, don't go saying that the Native Americans taught the settlers how to make popcorn. That's not true. Time. Maestro. All right. Bobby Bonilla strikes again. So we all yes, know about does. this crazy contract that he had with the Mets. They owed him like six mil or five mil, and they decided to pay it out over 25 years. Well, the actual physical contract just sold an auction today for $180,000. Did you, did you know that there was some perks with that, too? There's some perks with this contract. So the perks is you get a 30-minute Zoom meeting with Bobby Benilla and the uh, agent that did the contract with him. You also get to go to Met Stadium and watch a game with him. In a, in the uh, like uh, what do they call the fancy places? And you get to have breakfast 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 with him before that <laughs> breakfast. What am I BMOC? Um, you got a BMOC case tonight for sure. You get a signed bat and I believe a signed glove from Bobby Benilla. Like you get a ton of stuff. Yeah, for your 180k Zoom meeting and breakfast sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I love breakfast. It's like you get to have Quisp. Quisp. It's a city field. City field where the Mets play. City field. Shea field. Of Coach. All a right. Bowl so of cookie Quisp. Cookie Quisp. So uh, the Guardians let go one of my favorite players. He was playing horribly, and it, it was time for him to go. But he had one of the greatest nicknames in the past three years. It was uh, Fran Mill Reyes. His nickname was the Franimal. He was this big, lovable dude that was supposed to hit the ball really far, and he did for a couple of years, and this past year he struggled. But they released him, and he, they let him go on his way, and God damn it, the Cubs picked him up. So out of all the oh, teams man. he could have gone to, he went to the Cubs. I, I, I still am rooting for this guy. I don't. I just love this guy. Like it's, it's hard to dislike him. I want him to do well. I don't want him to do well for the Cubs, or I want him to do well and then get traded away somewhere else. But uh, good luck for Animal. I enjoyed your time here. And screw you, Cubs. I hate you. Time! Time! All legit points. Fellas, uh, Denver Broncos recently sold. Joining that ownership group is Sir Lewis Hamilton of F1 fame. And he becomes yet another athlete who is now a part owner of a professional franchise. We mentioned LeBron earlier. And, of course, Michael Jordan, a classic, uh, classic example. In the article I was reading, it's like, here's other athletes who own professional franchises. And uh, before they mentioned LeBron or Michael Jordan, Time! they chose to mention Wayne Gretzky. Do you guys know what he owns? Yeah, he's no. part owner of the Las Vegas Dirty Dogs professional lacrosse team. Yeah, thanks for putting well, that up in the lead. They mentioned it first. <laughs> well, yeah. 
Wow. Good time. But uh, good on you, uh, Lewis Hamilton, part owner, along with Condoleezza Rice and the Walmart family of the Denver Broncos. That's an an interesting mix. Time. It is an interesting mix. All right, fellas, guess what? The two-minute drill went a little bit over, so I'm going to let you guys guess how long it went, and I will give the show MVP to whoever's closest. Coach, what do you think? I'm going to go five minutes... 15 seconds. By 15. Five minutes, 15. Right. Maestro? Yes. I'm going to go four, five, seven. That's four, five, five seven. seven. Four, five, seven. Guys, once again, Maestro is closer. It was five minutes, 16 seconds. Congratulations to MVP for the second consecutive well episode. Done. And well done, Maestro. Well done, Maestro. And there being no... No other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, everyone, good times, good times. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.